That's not very nice. You know I only count so high. So, hey, all you crazy sci-fi and fantasy fans, it's time for your daily dose of shenanigans over here at the Blasters and Blades podcast. Just three nerdy veterans geeking out over our science fiction passions and fantastical fantasies, a place where magic is king, the sky is the limit, and space is the place. Seska's already drunk, so her liver is shot. And without further ado, let's introduce the topic. So we wanted to keep things fresh, you know, so fresh and so clean. Uh, so to prevent from stagnating, we thought we'd do some more discussion panels, some more movie reviews, some book reviews. Uh, Nick is going to do some art house movie reviews where he draws on camera for you. I'm sure everything he draws draws will be PG, right? Right? Yeah, yeah I, don't, sure. I don't. That's a whole different podcast that when I draw the other stuff. Okay. That's we don't expect respectable from Terry, so that's just a given. But we also don't ask Terry to draw. This is this very is true. also a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, as you can see, one of the things we've decided to add to the retinoir is uh, see, I can sound sophisticated. Uh, we're going to do some fireside chat. Yes, because I don't think that's a word. Whatever. Tomato, tomato. There's a difference between retinue and repertoire. I'm sorry to have to break that to you. <laughs> You're all fired. You, you voted off my island. <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to be doing a series of fireside chats where we sort of get together and we talk about various topics, uh, sometimes with guests, sometimes without. If there are any topics you want us to delve into, uh, you can hit us up in our Facebook group, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. And uh, we'd like to do something special for some of our subscribers over there on Anchor FM, but they won't let us. So if you've got any suggestions, uh, you can always email us directly and, and you'll get some preference on picking topics, etc. And without further ado, today's fireside chat will be hosted by Doc Seska. Yay! So we are going to talk about aliens and UFOs. With, aliens. The, with the pending rumored release in the U.S. of previously classified UFO data, I hope you all understand I'm talking about unidentified flying objects instead of something else or UAP? Where do you, unidentified aerial phenomenon? Well, I guess that's a good thing. I was worried what you were thinking about aerial, JR. We thought we'd have a fun talk about the subject of aliens. So, um, we're going to go ahead. This is ahead. where we need the, um, the X-Files music in the background. We're going to go ahead and introduce our, our wonderful group today. We did bring back, for those who remember sci-fi shenanigans, Winder. He is out of uh, mundane jail. That, hey. that's in a real jail cell, but, you know, kidnapped. That we know of. Forced to do normal person things. Um, I'm just saying, this is the first time we've seen him since he stormed Area 51 way back when. So I'm pretty sure there was some probing. There was probing involved. Probing I don't questions. know. He can tell us all about that when we ask him about his alien experiences. I went through that uh, line twice. <laughs> <laughs> we have Mel Todd, Harry Mixon, Ranger. She Nick froze. finally managed to get off the boat and come join us with. Can I, you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So Ranger Nick finally got off the boat to join us with Mrs. Stabby's. His wife. Stabby, stabby. <laughs> so, Terry, uh, go ahead and give a quick introduction of who you are so the readers know. I am Terry Mixon, science fiction author of 25-ish books that um, just JR drags out of the closet anytime he wants to have some entertainment. 
<laughs> Mel, how about you? Team Jared. Uh, my name's Mel Todd. I've got about eh, 25 or so novels out. And Seska has slept with me more than any other author. Yes, I have. It's going to be that kind of show. <laughs> These are fireside chats, not strict podcasts. Stay tuned. It's going to be that kind of show. You know, this is on Zoom. There's no telling what could happen. <laughs> There's a reason your ca camera doesn't work. And Winder. So I write uh, sci-fi, a little bit of fantasy, and a whole bunch of ghostwriting. And I'm beginning to wonder if anyone actually writes their own books anymore. I do. I know, ghost write, ghost I do. write your own stuff. That'll work for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know Mel does. I've sat on that couch behind her and, and stared at her going, what are you doing? Pay attention to me. Your cat's sitting on me. You're so needy, dog. She is. No, she just, that, that way she gives me foot rubs and I go and I leave her alone afterwards. I'm coming to Mel's house. There's foot rubs. Oh, okay. I'd like to point out, I give her smoked meat, whiskey, rum, and foot massages. So... How are you still saying And if she's not happy at this point, I don't know what to do. Oh, no. So, and, and she gives me books. I mean, it's like, why do I ever leave? Miss Gabby was trying to say something, but but I think we talked over her. Who, her? Yeah. You know, her. Miss Gabby. No? Okay. We thought you were saying something, but we couldn't hear you. Oh, I was just voting that we're going to Mel's house. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I have a smoke grill, a deck, and a garden, so I do really well. And books. She's she's the reader of the house. I'm on my way. I am. Well, you are welcome. My door is open. I have a couch or a swinging chair, you know, to sit on the mm -hmm. deck and enjoy the peace and quiet. Oh, You're in Georgia, right? Yes. Yep. Ah, Georgia, fond memories. <laughs> so, it's where they kicked me out of a perfectly good airplane a couple of times. Oh, you liked it and deserved it. Oh yeah, Mother Benning. You know where they turn? Uh, where it's uh, Fort Benning's school for gifted youngsters. <laughs> I heard it as wayward boys when I went through. And wayward boys, yeah. yeah. But so, hey, you know, the, guy, you know, the Xavier's Academy. <laughs> okay, so, so first of all, oh, hold on, real quick. When you went through, was it Sand Hill or Cali Hill? It was no. Uh, it was your face. Sand Hill. Yeah. Okay. So Kelly you're not Hill. old enough for Cali Hill yet. Okay. No, and no. Terry, where, did I'm you go to Benny? I did not. I was uh, at Fort Campbell. That was one of those stupid air assault. I volunteered to go to jump school, but they wouldn't pay for it. Would they let you jump out anyway? Nope, I only got to repel out of helicopters. Which is really cool, actually. Yeah, <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> I was a helicopter crew chief when I was in the service, so I got to do a lot of flying around. It was it was pretty fun. Did they let you actually drive the thing? Yes. I got about 10 hours of sick time in over four years. Wow. Sick time or sick time? Stick time. Okay. We don't ask and he doesn't tell. We use the same terminology on the boats. Okay, so very first question. Who believes in aliens? Oh, yes. 100%. So uh, yep. everybody said yes. This is audio, There's right? Because I don't think they can hear you. Yes. yes. <laughs> we, we have a Me and Stabby Stabby believe in aliens. Yes. We're pretty sure our son is one. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Or at least the daughters. Because you know how 11-year-olds, they just, they're all awkward, you know, so it's like somebody in a human suit. Ooh, right. And we are from Vegas, so I mean, it's it's a possibility. <laughs> Vegas is very weird. I almost got kidnapped in Vegas, but that's a different story. Was it by Actually, I'm pretty no, sure my mother is. No, it was by somebody who wanted to make me their wife. Oh. You sure that wasn't an Elvis impersonator? That's I'm possible. wearing a dashiki. Still doesn't rule out Elvis. No, yep. no, it doesn't. <laughs> there are lots of Elvis. Totally not googling dashiki. What is the plural of Elvis? Elvis I? Oh. Your dog? Elvis Oh. Yeah. Okay, back to aliens. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk aliens, I, I, I have sworn for years my mother is one for two reasons. One, she has three extra vertebrae, and her heart is on the wrong side of her body. What? I still don't have any superpowers. It's extremely annoying. Maybe you're an alien. Too. You can create. Uh, I, think I think those massages are super powered. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so speaking of oh, aliens, massages. I don't know if you all have seen the footage that's already been released. And for me, it just confirms everything. Why aren't people freaking out? Why is everyone like aliens? Okay. And then they're worrying about other things. Because they buried the lead with all the political garbage. The government. Well, I. I think there's aliens. It's coming from the government. Well, one, it is coming from the government. And two, you know, most people have been really worried about things like um, paying their mortgage. The, the She's yeah, the recent sickness. Mm -hmm. Trying to keep us YouTube compliant. But still. <laughs> Terry, is, uh, Terry has a shoulder cat now. All right, everyone take a drink. We've got a cat sighting. <laughs> Don't do that, you'll die. <laughs> that is Mine haven't shown up yet. That cat might be an alien. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. That is a very well, popular reason we I think the reason the world isn't are. freaking out about aliens is because they've got those guys on the history channel, the ancient aliens guy, desensitizing everybody, thinking, oh, this is bull. This is bull. If the guy with the hair is doing this, this is bull. Aliens. Mm. So why do you think aliens haven't reached out to us then? Would you? We're like the Oakland of the universe. We're, Earth right. is the neighborhood where they lock the doors when they fly by. Like they mm -hmm. lock their doors when they fly by Earth. They're like, oh, oh no, this is a bad neighborhood. No, no. Turn around, turn around. Earth yeah, remember what happened last time we tried to make contact? Nothing but bad things. Yeah. We're what savages, basically, I'm sure. In this galaxy. Be good or we might send you there. Yeah. Oh. Prison planet. Right? Story idea. What so if much. we are an alien penal colony? Oh, so uh, we're, no, no, we're no, into the probe again now? There, was, there is <laughs> an actual anime where they go into that Earth was actually the aliens being settling here. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, what, what if they send all the criminals here? Kind of like an alien. Where they send all the failed uh for the test subjects. Let's see if they can take it. Mel's trying to say something. <laughs> I was gonna say, what if where were they send um all the failed research grad students? So we are the test subjects, and we're all the we're where all of those D students end up is here. You go study Earth because you suck. 
And we're a sandbox. They don't care about destroying stuff. That explains, <laughs> right. that, that explains the GPA of everybody. Hurtful, but accurate. Ouch. Hey, I, I was president of the Honors Society. Yeah, there weren't many people. <laughs> and you still join the Army, and you're supposed to be the smart one. No, when they handed me my induction letter, I went, no, I don't join things. You joined the army. And I went, yeah, I learned better after that. After that, I won't volunteer for anything ever again. <laughs> so maybe, maybe the aliens have tried reaching out and we were just too dumb to get the signal. Or they showed up before we were able to understand it. Like we tried calling you and it was the dinosaur era. Can they try calling us well, about your car's extended warranty? Yeah, that's possible too. More <laughs> the phone calls. Somebody so needs to write that into a space opera. Have been following the data dump that's been going on from the government? Me? I will. <laughs> because of what I do for a living, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, I totally think that this? Elon Musk should send a secret satellite into deep space that would send a coded signal back to Earth that all it says is we're calling about your extended car warranty. <laughs> Wait for somebody to crack it, and then, yeah. He's so awkward. He would totally do that. It's like, that would be so this great. This going to be so funny. I mean, I'm not going to be around when the signal hits, but it's going to be hilarious like 100 years from now. So, multi-level marketing scheme. We should yeah. have, nobody does time capsules anymore. That would be a great time capsule. It would. So we're too ADD to remember what we we have Facebook. It tells us what we posted last year. Yeah, but yeah, we have a. That's why you, you have to not, you know, post about it. You just freaking put your stuff in there and bury it. And don't tell nobody. I can't give up. Well, how do they find it? No, no, but no, that's in this what generation, you if you don't post about it, it's not real. I totally want to see somebody open a time capsule and find an alien body inside it that's been here for a hundred years. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what would it take for someone, or I say for the general population, to actually believe there are aliens? Footage won't do it. Any kind of footage, because, I mean... Actual aliens being there, here saying... It would have to be face-to-face -face contact, yeah. But even then, we would deny it. We'd be like, oh, they're probably filming a movie nearby. No, like... Well, definitely if they came to Dragon Con. Human. Yeah, or... or every, uh, everybody would have to meet one at the same time. Like, if they showed up, I'd be like... because. I live a minute away from San Diego's, you know, convention center where they do Comic Con. So if aliens showed up there, I'm gonna be like, I'm like, did they? Uh, did they? We got, a, we got a con. We got a con this weekend. What's going on? It's a great so costume. Yeah. Nice, a great costume. I think it would have to be an Independence Day thing where you look up and see this huge spaceship oh, because. Yeah, because at that, it would be like, I'm really sure we can't do that. And I don't think the Chinese can do that. So, so first, Mel, if they did that, do you think we would have the scenario like played out in Independence Day where the guy was like, see, I told you they were real and they probed me and they still thought he was crazy and didn't believe him, even as the aliens are there? Where it says real American have girl has him on there. Met most of the people on Facebook? Yeah, the okay, they would yes. still do it. JR, you can be absolutely truthful and still crazy. Hmm. This is true. Randy Quaid, that's the one. He's both. Wait, wait, you think he's truthful? <laughs> hey, boys, I'm back. So, I mean, he had a great idea through that whole movie, though. He was the only one drinking. Oh, yeah. 
I fly. I pilot. <laughs> the, the, the best line was that was the the best line from that was the Jewish rabbi who was like, "What you really think they pay five hundred dollars for a toilet seat when they asked how they funded all that stuff?" Three thousand dollars for a hammer. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that was that was surprisingly probably accurate of how things. Were. What do you expect to find in this data dump? Nothing. Like, do you think? Oh man. I think that's what mo I think most people think that, which is why nobody's really paying attention to it. I think there's a lot is, of boring okay. material with, and then if you did find something cool, you're just be like, okay, well, I knew that. I, yeah. You know, all I, I think the problem is, is most of us work with the government or at least big corporations on a regular basis. I am well experienced in reams of information that says absolutely nothing. So that's kind of what I'm expecting. There might be tidbits in there, but it's stuff that we probably already knew. Eh. I don't know. I, it's I'm not going to change maybe, anything. Maybe there's talk of like, maybe there is a men in black type organization. You know, you know what's scarier than them saying that there are no aliens? What's that? Them acknowledging that, yeah, those are absolutely not aliens. Those are just other earth powers. And they're just, you know, yeah, we're so outgunned. Don't worry about it. Because that's a little more scary in the fact that they're just ignoring that sort of blase. I almost think aliens would be the preferred answer. Yeah. Terry? Actually, I'm just waiting for somebody to knock on Nick's door. <laughs> that's funny because I just ordered DoorDash. So at any point, someone's going to knock it's, on my door. It's, it's coming. <laughs> you should have just left that alone. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> Just let me know if anybody walks in behind me and is armed. So what about you, Terry? Do you think, do you think they're going to find anything? You've been silent. I don't. I think they're going to be, that data dump is going to be filled with misinformation, disinformation, and pure obfuscation. See, this is the official answer because he worked for NASA. So he's got to know these things. I worked for the department that faked the moon landing. That's right. <laughs> I still believe. Uh, I still believe. So no. I went. I interviewed once a one of the the rocket scientists that was actually involved in the moon landing, and I asked him how long after it happened did people start this conspiracy theory that it was faked? And he goes, "Yeah, as soon as I got home from work that day, my mom called." <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, he's like, "So how'd you fake it?" It's amazing. How'd you do that? Wow, I thought I had a harsh job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So what what do you so we've covered what do you expect to find in them? Um why do you think uh if if there are aliens in some of this, why do you think they've let us see them without actually contacting us? Is it like a oh shit, fuck? Like Mel said, you know, it's it's the doof class doofus who forgot to cover his tracks. It's Cheech and seems, Chong. All aliens are Cheech and Chong. I love it. It it seems kind of ridiculous that um, aliens would send their D class, you know, across the universe to to meet with other people. So who knows? Mistakes, oversights, pure chance. Who knows what what causes these sightings? Malfunctioning AI. Maybe they were never supposed to be here. 
Uh, you're saying the GPS got them to the wrong planet? Their yep. Is that what you're saying? Yep, their galactic GPS malfunctioned. Or because we're transmitting so much garbage into the stratosphere, we look like the wrong thing. Yeah. We are True. the wrong thing. Maybe it was alien DoorDash, and there's some alien somewhere <laughs> waiting, and it's been a thousand years, and he's wondering what the heck is up. Like, where's my space pizza? He's like, I've right. got your pizza, man, but I can't find your house. Some alien's got his phone. Like a disco ball with just crap floating all around it. It's like a disco ball. <laughs> disco so, are there any tall any possibilities that other than aliens that could account for these sightings that you think maybe jr thinks it's time travelers but you know i've also told jr he needs to stop eating the weird mushrooms that grew in his yard so or share them <laughs> they're totally organic it's okay it's organic you'll, you'll lose 20 pounds too and you'll see kittens with wings so, <laughs> i've been listening to some podcasts on this very subject in preparation for this episode and they kept that they were harping on this this idea that if it's not aliens and it really is a foreign power one, why has our intelligence apparatus failed so badly? Because they should be able to see that from orbit, that much power consumption, etc. And why haven't they made contact? And so I came up with the idea: what if they're not aliens? It's actually time travelers going back in time to make sure we don't jack it things up so badly we destroy the planet that they call home. Well, they've done a terrible yeah. job. Well, maybe it's going to get it. worse next. Maybe that's what 2020 is all about. 2021. They're trying to stop it from going the other direction. No, 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 no. I'm not going to hear the theory that the sequel to 2020 is 2021. <laughs> no. Well, it can't get any worse. Theater near you. Shut up, Chris. Shut <laughs> up, Chris. No. If it gets worse, I'm blaming you now. That's like thinking. That's all right. I'll be back by. That's a good idea. Wait, it's not? It was. It was a great idea. idea. The second it was time very was entertaining to watch it. See, JR, well, the, the reason that I know that it's not time travelers is because the one thing that all these time travel stories don't take into account <laughs> is the fact of how quickly the Earth is moving around the sun, which is flying through space at an unimaginable speed, and our galaxy is moving along as well. If you go back in time, you're going to end up in deep space and be a corpsicle. What if they account for that? Oh, sure. Sure. Let's let's get into science fiction now. I say wink, 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 wink. Hmm. I mean, you've, re you've written time travel stories. I have. So you would know these things. Wait a minute. Are you one of them? Is that how you wrote those stories? Why, yes, I am. <laughs> you've caught me out. I admit it for the entire internet. I am a time traveler. <laughs> we knew it all along. Yeah, no, you're way too broke. <laughs> I would have a lot more money. I would be Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk is a time traveler. It's possible. Gene Roddenberry. No. Nobody would go back to El Paso. Nobody would go mm. to El Paso in the first place. I did. The army made me do it. Oh, no. You're not my choice. You were forced. Yeah. Pretty much. So that goes back to... If, if it's not time travelers and it really is aliens, since the idea that other nations are doing this without our knowing it and never using it for 70 years um, through several wars, then why haven't we, we had contact? That gets the Fer Fermi paradox. Because have, would you want to make contact with us? 
I mean, maybe we're the normal ones said, compared to them. Okay, other than Mel, nobody here wants to make contact with us. We all want to make contact with Mel. Actually, ahead, what I'm thinking is it's probably more like Margaret Mead. Margaret Mead was an alien to the apes. And she's in talking to him going, wow, you guys are interesting but stupid. But she isn't going and talking to all the other apes. She's just talking to that one little group of apes. And they're thinking, oh, dear God, and God has come down to talk to us or a demon. I suspect that's what's going on with us is why would they want to talk to all of us? We're not that interesting. Oh, this little group is, oh, look, they can play with tools. Oh, isn't that cute? And then they leave because they learned everything they wanted to learn. We're the anthropological wonder of the universe. I think I mean, this is more like a cosmic sideshow. We're like the sideshow freaks for the rest of the galaxy. Well, I mean, we're still anthropological wonders, just circus freaks over at the other side. Or... So we're we have made contact and the government has disappeared. The people who are not in the in group. Or maybe they made contact and that's how we got the Bible. Oh, now you're going to get all the hate mail. <laughs> that's a whole nother war. Send, send your hate mail to Doc Siska at Blasters and Blades podcast at gmail.com. Normally we have to send it to you. <laughs> no, Doc, you get the hate this time. Hell so yeah. why, do you think, why do you think the Fermi paradox exists there, Nick? Why, why haven't they visited us? Oh, the Fermi Paradox. So it's either we are the most advanced creatures in the universe, which maybe That's depressing. Yeah. Can you, Can you wow. imagine? Or that we are so unadvanced that we, just, we just don't they they drive like they lock their doors when they fly by. And like Earth. See, that's the the other thing is everyone always assumes alien and they think ET and sentience. Like technically, a microbe on Mars is an alien life form. Did you know Mars is completely inhabited by robots? Absolutely, the cyborg have taken yes, over. Yes, it is. You know that's why um, that's why we should nuke them just to be careful. Only way to be sure. Yep, nuke them from orbit. Only way to be sure. <laughs> yeah. I think the answer to the Fermi paradox is probably civilizations go through life cycles, and they they rise, they peak, and they collapse, and we're just at a bad spot to pick out the ones that might've been transmitted signals. It, I think it's just bad chance. They're rare and they die out. Or just like nobody else has the technology to travel faster than the speed of light or fold space. Jump point. You know? Stargates in space. You know, oh God, uh, she's drunk, she's dancing. Um, I'm, I'm, we're working on catching up to you, Doug. So <laughs> I have been at a con all day. So, so do you think it's going to definitely be carbon-based life form? Because I know they found sulfur-based life form in the Yellowstone Flats. So we know it's possible to have life. I mean, that's not aliens. It's just... based. But what if they're not aliens? What if they're just three-dimensional beings? Oh, another cat sighting. Drink. What if they're so strange... Like even uh, thinking about thinking about string theory, right? What if their strings are vibrating at a different frequency and therefore they don't actually exist to us? And what they send are, are more like probes. 
There goes my. Well, leverage. if they don't exist, we'd never notice them, so it would be a moot point. Right. Maybe maybe they can see us. We can't see them. And they choose not to Again, interact. We we would never notice, so it would never impact us. It's kind of like us observing microbes. The microbes don't know we're there. They don't care. Yeah. Oh, right, And that right. could just be part of the problem. We're so low on the level of evolution that it's, oh, look at the cute little microbes and how they act. Okay, next Petri dish. Mm. Yeah, I mean. Wow, I have a really dark view of humanity. Sorry. Look, look you hit my sound. How primitive, because they're like beaming thoughts to each other's heads and stuff. Mm. Have you ever thought about how Paramount, what we've sent out chemicals. into space? Have you thought about how what we've sent into space will be interpreted? Because in our attempt to teach them human biology, they could be like, dude, why is this guy sending me a dick pic? <laughs> I mean, in, the, in the 50s, they were sending out all kinds of weird anatomical stuff. Terry, were you involved in that project? No, I'm involved in the project where we're beaming Pornhub out to the inter intergalactic neighborhood. But what about fans only? Oh, only fans. We got to have only fans. fans. <laughs> poor, poor Nick. Uh, I, I ain't never going to live that down, am I? No, no. So, so in case you missed it, Weiner, he started in OnlyFans when they thought it would replace Patreon before it became a porn site, and then he forgot huh. about it. So now he has an OnlyFans. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go out there and subscribe right now. Like hell yeah, I suck toes. I'm like, I'm not that kind of site, dude. I thought it was Patreon. Actually, for 25 bucks, I'll send you a picture of my feet. Hairy toes and all. Can can you do the rock thing? You know, with one pack and then the other. The rock thing. You know, work. I gotta do more push em ups for that. And this is why the aliens don't come. See, this is exactly this is exactly why they lock the doors when they fly past there. <laughs> so do, you guys, do you guys follow any of the ancient, more ancient uh believed sightings? Well, the book of Ezekiel in the Bible is all about alien sightings. All right, now you know to send your hate mail to Nick at Blasters and Before they do that, just remember I was born and raised as an Irish Catholic. I'm still a quasi-practicing Catholic. I'm a really bad Catholic or a really good one. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm a horrible Mormon. So you can send your hate mail to Jared Hanley at Blasters and Blasters. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's Catholic, too. We're just horrible. Right? Hey, you're just, like, rolling in front of me. Like, don't even look at my wife. <laughs> No. So there's been some speculation that some of the odd paintings in the hieroglyphs uh, in Egypt were describing alien landings. Because I know I watched that guy that's on the Stargate. History Channel. That's the so History that's Channel. Stargate. No, there's really Stargate. that guy with the frizzy hair who thinks that. Stargate. Listen, if TV series. <laughs> <laughs> See? Is it possible? Yes, it is. Well, then, just go ahead and say it's aliens. 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 Well, then you've got the, the 1591 Nuremberg sighting. Um, they call it the celestial, was it the celestial phenomenon? Where they actually, it, it was seen by enough. 1561 was the celestial Nuremberg sighted over, celestial phenomenon sighted oh, over Nuremberg. Nuremberg. Listen to your own notes. Wow. No. <laughs> 
1561 celestial phenomenon. It was it was cited by enough people that the local newspaper wrote about it and interviewed uh, people that saw it, and then they did a wood carving relief of it. Just let me see if I can get that picture, and then I'll share it. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So anybody else? That's what I really want to know. That's that's the first question I'm asking a damn alien if I get to meet one. Do you guys have a lightsaber? I want a soap <laughs> holder. You know Come on, y'all see my living room? It looked like Lucasfilm threw up in there. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad Lucas thing? No, it's it's normally on the screen. Um, so, hold on. I've got the picture. I'm going to show you what the the relief carving is. Has anybody else? He doesn't send a dick pic. Please don't send a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody else seen any other study any of the historic belief <laughs> sightings? Black mailbox, you know. And so uh, I, I have not. Everybody talks aliens. I've never seen a black mailbox. You can go for that drive. It's only like an hour and a half outside of Vegas. There you go. So this is the, this is the carving that they did in the 1561 Nuremberg newspaper. And they said that there were rods and cylinders and then little smaller cylinders flew out of the bigger rods and people from all over the city described the same thing. Now you could say mass hysteria. I don't know. Maybe they ate some bad bread or something. Ergot poisoning is believed to explain other crazy <laughs> or aliens. Or aliens. If they're all seeing the same thing, I tend to think aliens. Yeah. So... Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. I, I remember reading about it in school, so when we were prepping these notes, I dug that up. So. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you got to drink, so I know Terry's cats. So did you got anybody else seeing any? Oh, no, it's Chris's cat this time. <laughs> Say, I don't see any of mine. That's one way to get some tail. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> so, so, when do you guys do you guys think there have been any other historic sightings, or have you guys read about any of them? God, I should have prepped for this show better. I suck. Yeah, there's another one I'm thinking of. They look like a wagon I wheel. Warned. I wasn't even warned. You know the one. Yeah, but y'all smart. I'm dumber than shit. They have the um, <laughs> the carvings inside the pyramids. So like, like Stonehenge. With Stonehenge is probably. Well, what about the uh, South American Indians uh, with the huge sky? Um, about the outlines that you can only see from the sky. Oh, in Peru? Like the oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the, you know, the huge pictures on the ground yeah, yeah. that you literally can only see if you're in airplanes. Yeah. See, and if that's like aliens tagging, like they're like graffiti artists, that's horrible. Because if I was an alien, there's got to be a sense of humor with these guys. I'd just be drawing penises and stuff. <laughs> like, this is our version of an ant. Good luck. Maybe they are drawing penises. I don't yeah. want to meet the creature where their penis looks like an ant. Well, we were just discussing that with the So I've got oh. another one that the Egypt from Egypt... Okay. Share that. Speaking of penises and ants, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna share this one. We have pincers. Our yeah. poor listeners, they probably wonder what we're on. So this is the belief. <laughs> I'm on that man. This is from one of the uh, the alien or alien. This is from That's one of the Egyptian reliefs. 
and, and they have it's some have some have speculated that, that was some sort of alien technology he was he was showing, or it was just a phallic symbol. I don't know. It it's could go either looks, way. It looks like an eggplant. It looks like it's an emoji. It's a it's an ancient emoji. It's an it's an eggplant. Also called a hieroglyphic, but I digest. Yeah, so next time we have an alien chat, we'll have our, our former guest, Rainbow Sun Franks, who, who's also a believer and uh, acted in some of the alien movies. So maybe he has inside insight. So, you have it on your phone. I know, but I won't put you a speaker. When did. Uh, All right, Doc, you were asking? What would, what would be the a fictional depiction of an alien that scares you the most? Xenomorph? From Aliens? Aliens is such a boring movie. What? How are we friends? Because I have Mel. Mel, you've got to fix this. You're local to her. you got to tie her to a chair and make her watch it till she likes it. No, you you can scroll. Okay, you so have to watch. He, here's the problem. Is that Seska is very young. And by the time she saw Aliens, everybody had talked it to death. So she didn't understand the primal horror of seeing it in the theater with nobody warning you what was going to happen. <laughs> Aliens was not boring. But yeah. if you've heard about it all your life, I'm sure it's just it's like, really? You guys cared about this? Oh, yeah, the Predator. Yeah, the giver. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, know, for me, okay, look, I used uh, to have nightmares about the Star Wars trash monster, okay? That's how old I am. <laughs> That trash Terry, monster was Terry horrifying. Terry was like, I was there in the beginning. I was in there. The I was working the boom mic. It was awesome. I don't know. Like, I, I was going to say the uh, the Terminator one was, was a good one, too. But the other one is, if, if you guys have watched Stargate Atlantis, the replicators, it's been used in other shows, too. The mm. idea of this machine that just They started in the original, for the record. I know. No. Yes, they did. Okay, we want to talk about terrifying aliens, the weeping angels from Doctor Who. Nothing in Doctor Who is scary. Sorry, no. What? What? No, 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 no. no. The, the, the guys that would make you forget they were there. Okay, put some respect oh. on it. The, the gas mask that seals to your face and becomes your face. Oh, that one. Honestly, Miracle Honestly, Day was the most the horrifying movie. It kind of got me too. Be Which one? What? Which Miracle one? Day. I don't think I've seen Miracle it. Day. Torchwood. Everybody oh, quits dying. Oh yeah. Miracle Day, that episode. It, <clears> it, <throat> it was it was probably one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Because you have people who are their body is burned to being like a spine and a skeleton, and they're still alive and screaming. Oh god, yeah. You oh. cannot kill them. It, it it was the creepiest, one of the creepiest movies. I've never understood the whole, oh, we want to live forever. Nobody should ever die. Oh, no, please let people die. Because some of the stuff on that just gave you chills. It's a hard movie I to watch. I have to die at some point. I'm going to eventually run out of dad jokes for this show. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I, I, like with people. I know people who have a lot of dad jokes. <laughs> oh, God. Have you been following David Weber's jokes? Oh God! <laughs> we don't want to horrify them too much, so let's go back to talking about aliens. <laughs> so, is there any other? Okay. Any, 
So we've talked about like scary aspects of aliens, but have any of you guys put aliens in your work? I know that answer for two of the three of you. So Mel has. Lots. I have. Terry. I think we all have. Come on, Crown Eater. Have you put aliens in any of your work? You get it? There's a home depot. Winder. Oh. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he's put aliens because I know I wrote some of that with him. Uh, okay. yes, Actually, you have to look at my books. I forgot which ones I put aliens in. And so, which ones he can talk about because they were, were ghost written. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ghost writing. I, I tend to. I tend to mentally hang on to those stories a long time. So yes, yes. In fact, I have I have a, a failed alien invasion is one of my books from the aliens' point of view. So you guys have probably all then designed your aliens. How what did how did you go about doing that? I drew them because I have that skill. I know because you don't do the words very well. But how about we'll go with. Age before beauty. Terry. I just make up the least little oh. details that I need to make the alien, and then I figure out what I need after that. I'm a pantser. That's how it works. As long as you're still wearing pants on virtual con, we're good with that. I stand up, you know, improve it, but, you know, nobody knows what happens then. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Miss Stabby, do you got something to say? We'll listen. He might not, but we will. He was complaining about the fact that his action figures are falling over, but he was only looking at the one of the four shelves. And I told him to his left because Jessica Jones was humping Venom. Yeah, but she's oh. also twerking on Deadpool's head. Yeah, like there's a whole alien thing happening right there because she's... In, yeah. you, you secretly go to his, his figurines and you rearrange them and see if he notices. Is this how this works? Yeah, pretty much. I can't do that because all mine are up there and he'll do it to me and my chicks don't stand as <laughs> well because they're all in heels because apparently that's what DC and Marvel do with female action figures is put them in high heels. Aww, Nick does not want you playing with his dolly. No, she can play with them all she wants. My dollies. But when the kid comes in, she's like, can I maybe rearrange them? Like, do not no. touch my action figures. <laughs> action figure, doll, whatever. We don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable. So, so Winder, how do you go about creating your aliens? I take something that is definitely not alien and then make it alien. So that like, is like example. the worst answer ever. So, like, uh, uh, like the check for the teeth? quartz crystals. I'll, I'll turn a stack of quartz crystals into an alien and figure out how it works and put that in the story. At least enough how it works that it's mildly plausible. <laughs> But I think aliens, I don't think aliens are going to look like us just with ridges on our noses. I think they're going to be bizarre. They may not be humanoid, yeah. Okay, how about you, Mel? I'm one of those people who figures out what do I need my alien to do? And then I back it up to figure out why they're doing it. Like, I have aliens who are... So I'll give away one of the key points of one of my series. They seeded Earth with AIs to force a percentage of all the humans to turn to animals. Well, why would they do that? Well, they want warriors to fight. Well, why do they want warriors to fight? Well, they're in a war. Why are they in a war? Well, 
they have this grudge against this other race. Why? And I keep just going, why, 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 why? Until I've developed entire cultures, uh, civilization, social classes, everything else. And then I go back and write the story. So in other words, oh, you, just, your pants don't matter. You plot and plan. No, no, I, I, I design. Remember, I'm a long-term gamer. I'm a very long-term gamer. So I have to create the world and all of the systems. And then I go write the story and use like this much of what I've designed. <laughs> Design the game so Nick over here can roll a crit zero. Instead of pushing the ogre yes. off the cliff, I gently gave it a massage in the back. The ogre is uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I know the what? ogre proposes to you. Oh, that would be an interesting. I would... Yeah, probably. You'd probably say yes, wouldn't you, Nick? <laughs> um, yeah. So when Nick, when you drew your aliens, were they uh, humanoid or? I've got a few different ones. Um, the comic book I'm working on now is called Salarian Prime, and it's about the first civilization in the universe, which were the Salarians, and um. They haven't figured out how to travel off-world in any other capacity other than projecting their consciousness, attaching their consciousness to a photon and sending it out into space, and hopefully it finds something. And then they kind of like merge with that, like a host. So they take they they rent bodies pretty much. So that's how they explore the universe. Wasn't there a Heinlein story about that? Maybe. And everyone's been gracious enough not to bring it up. <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't exactly like that, but. No, I've been, like, if you've read any of my work, you know where my influences come from. It's like, okay, that guy was really into Spawn and Venom in the 90s, you know. I, I don't know. I never read comics. You should Spawn was awesome. Pictures. Much like but, Mel, I, I tend to let the needs of the story dictate things. Yeah, I mean, that's how it is, too. Like, I do it a lot, like. What how Mel does it? I, I reverse engineer. Okay, this is what I need my alien to do, and then there's kind of what I want it to look like. But also, I want it to look familiar, but iconic, and it also has to look alien, you know. So, and if you look, the the best place to look around is just strange creatures that we already have on our planet, and just dial them to eleven. And then some of what I do, I like to play on the iconic, like the ET little green men, like toy with that idea of, of what we think aliens look like from our, our early sci-fi and then just uh, just extrapolate and sort of as a nod to the to the past. Um, I do know that there is the theory that aliens would be humanoid and be bipedal uh, with opposable thumbs because it's believed that that's what's necessary to create um, technology. But mm -hmm. I don't know necessarily that that's true because if you can do some crazy psychic mind control... Like, you know, use your brain for telekinesis. Do you really need opposable thumbs? Yeah. You just need something nearby that you can control that has opposable thumbs. Or, or just control the object directly. Having lots oh, of little I mean, tentacles would work just fine, too. The Japanese mm -hmm. got that covered. We pride ourselves as being the advanced species on the planet because we have opposable thumbs. So, I don't know. Like, tentacles would totally work, you know, because they're malleable. You can wrap them around. It could act like a thumb. I want tentacles. <laughs> oh, okay, we are not getting things. into the hentai hour. I do draw a line at that. Um, oh, that's where you're going to draw the line? 
Yes. Well, yeah, I'm standard. Uh, Miss well, Gabby says she's not really drawing a line, but I am. So of your of the stuff that you've written, aliens in. What's your favorite alien that you've written, and what series is it? That makes sense. So Terry, of all the aliens you've drawn or you've written, what's your favorite, and what book was it in? Um, I can't remember which book it was in. It was in one of the Empire books, and I created an alien species that was very Avatar-like. But when people started digging into the science behind it, there was so much human DNA inside the aliens that they had to be manufactured. And I still haven't gone back to figure out why that is. I think that was book 10. Like, I barely remember, you know, which book I wrote anything in. So there we go. I'm surprised you remember it because Jared wasn't there. It was Kelsey dealing with them because mm -hmm. she rocks, Jared. That's why I was kind of frustrated with him for not making the main character in that scene. So that's why I remember. Um, what uh, about you, Mel? What, what's your favorite alien that you've written? Um, I've only got two alien races right now. I mean, at least as long as you don't think, okay, that's not true. I have lots of short stories with aliens. I, honestly, I liked my dragons that I created because I did create them as aliens. And what was funny is the thing that I enjoyed the most was creating their food sources. Uh, most people, when you look at aliens, their food sources tend to be static, fruit, grains, meat. That's all they ever do. I actually had them actively raising termites and bees to eat the termites because that was one of their food staples. And so every house would have like termite mounds built into the walls that they would reach in and pull out <laughs> all the larvae and stuff as part of their food. And I just, it's really a practical way to have food. It, yeah. It's just humans tend to react badly to it. Yeah. I've had chocolate grasshoppers. Those were awesome. You're weird. Yeah, I've seen videos of that maggot cheese. You're being cultured, JR. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what about you, Winder? What's your it's a mental thing? Yeah, it's kind of gross. You eat lobster and shrimp. I mean, they're those are just sea bugs. Yeah, that's true. They're Winder, what's your they're tiny and they don't really like eat them. A lot bigger than a grasshopper. I, I bet a grasshopper would take would just be awesome if you like sauteed it with some butter and some garlic. Everything tastes better with butter and garlic. That's true. I, I would eat it. It's like everybody's more tolerable with enough wine or whiskey. Winder, what's your favorite alien you've designed? Oh, he's he's blushing. No, um, I think that was a sneeze. God bless you. Could be, is it Calaxians and space trash, which were basically gelatinous octopus like aliens with one short little vestigial bone left over? Which I usually I had to remove for cosmetic purposes. I remember that one. That's a good story. But so they were fun because I just made them very stereotypical alien and didn't worry about it. I, I love how there's a stereotypical alien in Winder's mind. Well, I mean, there isn't in yours. There isn't in yours. Doc. Uh, no, I don't write stories. You've written one. I I've happen to know one. that. You're right. I wrote one. We killed Chuck Norris. It was glorious. Yeah. You know it's fiction then. Nobody killed Chuck Norris. <laughs> but, uh, we, we killed the guy from The Matrix whose name we couldn't say. And There are lots of famous people we killed in that one. But um, I don't know. For me, I like the mystery. So like the favorite alien I've created, we didn't actually show on scene. We just sort of showed the after effect. I actually wrote that. It's Breach Team with Winder. 
and we showed them, but but through the after effects of what they left behind as they destroyed, yeah. and you never actually saw them, which I thought I think that leaving it unknown makes it even creepier, sort of that old horror aesthetic. So, yeah, that was fun. So. Uh, who do you think will find aliens first? Uh, Space Daddy Elon Musk or the SETI Institute? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. After, Elon. after the Arecibo radio observatory went down, I have no hope. Uh, so I would have said Elon Musk, Space Daddy. That's why I wrote it in there that way. But his position on the Bitcoin has me questioning his intelligence lately. Or, or maybe he's just playing us all. I don't know. So... Uh, now I'm starting to think, follow the money, and he has gotten a lot of government funding, so maybe he is the misdirection. He got more money than David Crawford now. He does, <laughs> he does. But uh, I definitely don't think it's going to be NASA that's going to do it. Sorry, Terry. Hey, don't don't apologize to me. You know, NASA doesn't do anything first. Not anymore. We used to. They used to. They put a man on the moon first, allegedly. That's what they'd like you to believe. So, in, in, uh, hey, you in know the what universe, they can say, they can say well, everything they want about the U.S. No, metric it. system, but only one country's gone to the moon. Not anymore. <laughs> I think China and Japan have both put, put stuff on the. They moon. haven't sent people to the moon. They haven't sent people to the moon. Jr. Get with the program. So. When we were creating Breach Team, we were creating the whole world that got up to that point, and we were speculating how we got into space. And Winder and I came up with the idea the first space colony is going to start on the moon, and it will be some sort of reality TV show, like the yeah. Wives of Terra, the Terran Moon Colony or something. I don't know. Real Housewives kind of deal. I really think something like that's probably going to be how we get there. Sure, and then we can watch them all die slowly when they run out of supplies. Well, I mean, clearly we're going to have to airdrop them supplies at first. They're gonna have to science the shit out of it. Damn straight, they will. <laughs> have to airdrop Actually, some air. Um, potatoes. So potatoes are the only <laughs> thing that's gonna save them. Okay, so Jody Lynn Nye. Moon tracks by Jody Lynn Nine actually does do some of that. Where it's uh, it's a YA book, but it's really well done, and it's about. A, the lunar colony and there's actually a group that of students who are up there and they are a reality tv show as well so, so hold on doc uh, mel was trying to say something her lag was getting us mel was agreeing with me i, I was basically saying that they're gonna hire andy weir okay sorry we're sidebarring over here it's okay i can mute you Ooh, what? Accurate, See, you, you think you're in control of your little world. <laughs> All right. Uh, she let's, is let's in control this. of your little world. She is, yeah. And everything else. All right, let's get us back to aliens before he gets stabbed on live TV. <gasps> Imagine the ratings boost. I would never. <laughs> do it. She would do never it. do just that. Like just like in Scream. No. It would be evident. Yeah. Since you're standing too deep, I'm feeling a little woozy here. So, so when you're creating, and then the screen goes black. Come on, we all know how this works. Because then you so, guys think I did it, but you don't know if I actually did. And then I show up. That's all that matters. So, so what is the the biggest pitfall, the hardest part of designing an alien culture? Making it not like humans, but yeah. still relatable. Did you say you were 
But we always still fall into that trap. You know? I really like aliens from Arrival. What are the aliens from Arrival? I you haven't remember. seen Arrival? You haven't seen Arrival? I have been, it's been a while. Those big, like, octopus-looking ones, and they're like... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the one where the storytelling's all time out of sequence? Yeah, I wanted my money back. You didn't like that one? I thought it was pretty decent. But I dug the aliens in the way that they no. communicated. That was the best part contact. of the movie. Mel's got a point here. Hmm? It Okay, Contact was not a sci-fi movie. Contact was a movie about social reactions to alien contact. They marketed it all wrong. If you had gone to the movie expecting to see a reaction to aliens, you would have gotten it. If you went to see aliens, you hated the movie. It was such a marketing fail, but the movie actually is really good if you walk in with the right mindset. Yes, uh, I enjoy to alien showing up on this world of uh, monsters. If you Science. haven't seen that one, Signs is a good one too. But monsters, that one we just watched. Is Science Science is actually really monsters? Like, monsters, yeah. It's um aliens sent a like a I don't was remember. It a comment? Monsters, the one that was in South America or in Mexico, I mean. Oh yeah. Okay, it's so so yeah. they sent oh, yeah. aliens like sent like a, a preemptive strike by sending like this meteor to Earth and it lands in pretty much middle of Mexico. In between Mexico and America. And the spores that were on there merged with the local flora and fauna and created like these giant monsters. So you had this quarantine zone from like the southern border of the United States to like halfway through Mexico. Through Mexico. And it's all about like this um, photographer who has to get this rich girl back to her dad. Yeah, his uh, the the publisher's daughter for the newspaper that he worked for had to had to get her to the to the safe zone. Oh, that's cool. It, it's a good movie. It, it was and the monsters are cool. The, 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 the aliens are cool. Were very okay, good. yeah, Attack from Mars, classic. classic. I just that's trying to not, throw up. Some... That's not a classic movie. That's what Jr. looks like. That's okay. I love those aliens. I, I think they're that is not true. His head does not explode when exposed to high pitched sounds. This is true. The movie I, the movie you described sounds an awful like his head a lot like uh, Annihilation from 2018. Yeah, and and that book series is good. If you've never read it, uh, pick it up. It's it's a quick read, and they're all really cool. And the movie really wasn't. I don't know. Like I had read the book because I heard the movie was coming out, so I, I like I rushed out and I read the book, and I was like, "All right, cool, this is gonna be a badass movie if they follow the book." And what did they do? They Hollywooded it up. Yeah, that's what they usually do. Of course, they so, did. Like, I am Legend. I, I was so disappointed with I am Legend. I did like when he screamed at the mannequin. Yeah, that was cool. That was funny. Fred. No, I like when they replaced so, it, with and that made me laugh. Oh yeah, that was funny. So, what alien is your favorite alien? Paul. <laughs> Spock. Predator. Spock. Winder, okay. what were you saying? The Predator. Mork. Okay. Mork. <laughs> my favorite. Harry? JR is my favorite alien. Oh. oh I heard you too. That was great. JR, what's your favorite alien? Mork from Ork. Or Alf. Alf was a good one. Nanu, Nanu. Mm. 
Alf was yeah. terrible. He eats cats. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was that makes say that. a good one. He didn't eat dogs, did he? No, just cats. He was he was kind of melmac. I still remember that. So uh Nick and Miss Dabby. She like Paul is her favorite alien. Paul. How can you not love Paul? It's an alien that travels with dudes coming from Comic Con. Why does everybody think I'm trying to probe him? What am I looking for? Farts? No. When he comes out with the bagels on his finger, it's still perfection. Anybody want a bagel? Oh, whiskey burns when it comes through the nose, honey. Freaking amazing. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pull up a picture for you, Doc. I'm going to say Venom. Venom is technically mm. Venom. He really is. Fair Venom's enough. a pretty badass alien. All right. So, Jar is trying to figure out pictures. No, I'm pulling up a picture of Paul. I got you. I got you, Doc. See? Don't think I should watch this. Paul? Yeah, we're gonna watch. Yeah. We're watching Paul tonight. So I've actually met Simon Pegg, and he is as cool. Right there. <laughs> as cool. But I mean, come on! How do you not love that? Why did you do okay, Sosa? And he even <laughs> explains as to why nobody. He's like, you guys have been drip fed my face for so many years, so you don't freak out when you know you meet me. And I'm like, you played Scotty. I'm like, you know, that makes perfect freaking sense. Because growing up in Vegas, we have Area 51 and the test site and the black mailbox. And we're so desensitized to that, that if an alien walked up, I might be like... I'm, I'm pretty sure that one, you're an bro? alien, and two, the half the population of Vegas are aliens. Why would you think I'm an alien? Why wouldn't you hear this? I can't put it on air. Okay. Well, if you can't put it on air, and she hasn't stabbed you yet... So we'll move on before he kills you or she kills him, I guess. Uh, she's definitely going to like develop. So, don't worry, guys. I don't have tentacles. Well, that's good to know. Terry, if you had a second favorite alien, let's get back to aliens before she kills him on air. Here, stab me with the apple pencil. That'll be fun. Oh, I think Terry froze. He's like drifting off. <laughs> it's his thinking man face. The thinking man. Oh, he's back. He's back. Second Sorry, favorite Terry. alien, Terry? I was I was being probed. My apologies. <laughs> like being probed. <laughs> so what's your second favorite alien? So we can get back to the topic and not getting stabbed. Ooh, critters. The creatures from critters. Ooh. Yeah. Little little porcupine from hell. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Terry? I don't know. I don't really have favorite aliens. I think most of them are cool. Oh, yeah. It's not like my stepson. Like, what's your fifth favorite alien? What's your fifth favorite Star Wars character? I don't fifth know. favorite like, what? clone trooper twelve ninety one. I don't know. THX one one three eight. Maybe I should say, you know, oh. just cause the entire audience to fall over and say Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which one? Which is the alien you don't like the most? Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, baby. I actually did no, before you asked it. Jar Jar Binks, F that guy. Did yeah. you see the treaties <laughs> proving that he's a Darth Sith? That uh, he's a user of the force on the dark side? Nice. They even showed Misa used the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's awesome. Yeah, we haven't let, let Viking watch that because he would start talking like Jar Jar, and then, then then I might have to kill him. 
So who's the alien that um, um, John Travolta was in where he was an alien and they were invading Earth and it was like based on the Scientology guy's book? Oh, Battlefield Earth. Yeah, that was the one I hate the most because they were so stupid. I refuse to watch that movie because it just looked like trash. And I stand by my... I read the book when I was a kid, and uh, you didn't miss much. I, I I didn't think I did. Plus, it's John Travolta. Hmm. I mean, he's got, do some act, he's, got the, he's got the acting range of a carrot. Until he puts on a wig. No. Not, well, then, then, you know. then you haven't seen Hairspray. <laughs> but, yeah, so for me, no, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was the aliens from... <laughs> It's the aliens from Battlefield Earth. Now what? That would be my, my least favorite. Jar Jar is a Sith collaborator. Least favorite? Least favorite? Good Lord. Honestly. Okay, do you know how many movies and series I've seen over my lifetime? Twelve. Oh, there's lots. I, no, I have you have, have no say, gray hair. Oh, please, we're in the thousands. You have no gray hair. No, it comes on Facebook. It's all because it's purple. We have we. See, Terry, this is how you get rid of gray hair. You just color it all purple. You know, I should do that before some show. You should. You should totally. You can get um hair wax that you can put in. It just washes out without any staining. Honestly, I end up at some of the really bad B movies. Like Those really, really bad B movies, like the uh, Attack from Planet Nine or Plan mm. Nine came from outer space. I, they're just so bad. They're they're not even amusing. I was still stuck on who was my second favorite alien. <laughs> I don't know. I think thinking back now, I think my favorite alien is probably the ones from Mars Attacks. Yeah, ack 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 ack. <laughs> So the one thing I don't like, and it's not so much the aliens themselves as alien civilizations, it's like you see this on Star War, or Star Trek, the early episodes. You see this on Stargate when they go through the gate. And you get to these civilizations, and there's like they, the whole planet has one city with like 100 people in it. Like how do they have it's enough in, to – It's in Canada. That's where they are. Right. All the alien planets are in Canada. It's got enough genetic diversity that they should all be cousins and dead within a generation. Like Enemy there's not enough – Enemy mind. Okay. Kryptonian. No, enemy mind. It gave you a perfect conflict with an actual alien race that actually had a defined social structure. It was fascinating. And well, but Cal L, honestly, they buffed up Krypton so much after the fact. It was never in the original books. Everything so they did in the movies and stuff. My whole thing with that is it's so easy to be your favorite and least favorite all circled in one because the actual Kryptonians were kind of dicks. But then you have Superman who's amazing, but that's because he was raised by humans. So only reason that I liked the new Henry Cavell original movie they did with Superman is they actually oh, sold me on Superman's outfit. Oh, <laughs> Enemy Mine. I love that movie. That was Wait, an excellent movie. I'm telling myself that. You were supposed to say that. That is Louis Gossett Jr., by the way, as the alien. It doesn't hurt that bad. But then I was like, it's... I'm sorry, Mel, what were you saying? I said that is Louis Gossett Jr. as the alien. 
Yep. Oh. You might okay. remember him as America's Princess on a lovely action film called, what was it, Iron Eagle? Yes. America's Princess? Iron Eagle. You hush your mouth. I'm on the show now. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, before we. call him Captain Garber, you know. <laughs> so Okay. So before we all lose our internet, because we've all been uh, lagging no, no, horribly. No, no, no. We're good. We, we've all been lagging horribly today. Uh, we'll go around and we'll start with how you got, people can find you. Uh, or, well, first, what's your writing now? We'll start with Mel. I am still working on the Twisted Wars, Twisted Luck series. And if you want to nominate me for a Dragon Award, please do. It's Educated Luck! History. Okay. Um, I am in the middle or a little bit over the middle of Drafted Luck, which is book five in the series. So with luck, it should be out late this summer, assuming, you know, I can actually write it. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Bad Ash, A-S-H, books.com, or books at all of those places. All right. Widener, what about you? What are you writing right now? And then how can they find you? I am actually getting back into writing, so I've got four different projects I'm outlining, and I'm also writing my first romance novel, because that's Ooh. where the ghostwriting is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Amazon, Chris Winder. Okay. Carrie. I am about three chapters away from finishing book 14 of the Empire of Bones series, and I've written about 35,000 words in a lit RPG game lit serial for Vela. And Vela, if you don't know, we haven't talked about it here yet, but it's the new shorts was the short story, right? Serialized fiction. Serialized fiction. There we go. Not the same thing as short stories. Oh, really? Okay. Right, we'll have to do another discussion panel on that topic. Cause I do like short fiction. Uh, what about you, Nick? What are you, what are you drawing or writing? <coughs> Excuse me, aliens are probing my throat right now. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, actually, I'm working on a new character. Uh, calling him Charger right now. Um, Hold on, put it back. You're you're in the main screen now. Right. Oh my lord! He made me big. It's an alien. It's an alien. It's a superhero. That's who it Charger. is. Charger. He's got a mask that uh, uses like. LED and so like his facial expressions are kind of like eight bit, you know, kind of oh. like that pump. So if he gets hacked, does that mean that somebody could put a smiley face on him? That's what I really want to know. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to be a closed system. It's not like connected to the internet, but I'm sure somebody and that's probably would be a funny like three issue arc right there. Like yes, trying to find the guy who like hacked his mask. Like didn't commit a crime. All I did was like make it look nice. like he's constantly like this. Give <laughs> <laughs> him facial expressions. They're playing Pornhub on his screen on his. Oh, you know, that'd be awesome. Have little blurry oh. images. But he does. He just doesn't cross off. You know, he's like I'm running around with like you know, he hentai stuff playing on my face. <laughs> so with that, um, I'm working on the Crimson Paladin issue two and finishing up the last part of Phantom Hawk volume two issue two. And then I'm drawing commissions and doing all kinds of weird stuff that people pay me to draw. 
so your contact information is all permanently linked on our YouTube and in our show notes. But can you tell them just in case they're too lazy to look where they can find your stuff? Oh, I made it real easy. It's at Nick Garber Art on like everything. So or Twitter, Art, Instagram at Nick Garber Art, Facebook Nick Garber or Nick Garber Art, uh, OnlyFans at Nick Garber Art. <laughs> fans of only. So uh, I am. <laughs> or you can am, or you can check out my company, which is Apogee Comics, and just type in Apogee Comics uh, in the search bar, and you'll you'll find us. And I am working on a uh, military portal fantasy story, where a modern striker brigade. I want, more, I want more fat liege. Uh, the book two for that is is already with the editor, and it's just in their pipeline, which is clogged. So that someone needs to clear their pipes. Because um, there's also a, there's a no, uh, novella that's finished with them as well about that's some space marine. I know I had to look it up and Google it twice and everything. So I'm working on a uh, a war um, military um, portal fantasy where a modern uh, army unit gets sucked into a fantasy Egypt. So. You know, it sounds it's awful weird. like so, awful like a book that we just read, just listened to, just. I don't know, but I forget the name of the book. I haven't written the title for it yet. Oh, is it Forgotten Ruin? Because that would be a good. Forgotten title. Ruin sure sounds like uh, what you're talking about. No, those were Rangers. Totally different than a Striker Brigade. Oh, totally team. different. Yeah. No, really well, the Striker Brigades are actually authorized on the Ranger Town Ranger Unit. Chapter one, the Striker went out outside the wire. Chapter two, Striker rolled over. Striker three, or chapter three, <laughs> had to wait for support to come over and write. Hey, hey, guess what? One, I know very little about this, but this is hilarious to me. Striker units are actually authorized more Ranger to add people than Ranger units. That's not true. Yes. The only reason that's true is because you have striker brigades and there's not many rangers. We're, we're a select breed because she's confusing rangers with ranger tabs. Oh, no. No, they're, they're I said tabs very specifically. That's a whole other show the difference between being ranger qualified and being a ranger. I said tabs very specifically. They can have that school. That school sucked. All right, and you I can lost, find like, thirty pounds in the first two weeks, and that's when I didn't have thirty pounds to lose. All right, so you can find us now that we talked about how you can find everyone else on our website at anchor.fm backslash blasters tech and tech blades. Anchor.fm backslash blasters tech and tech blades. We promise a proper website is in the works. You can find us on Twitter at SF underscore fantasy underscore show. Sierra Foxtrot underscore fantasy underscore show. It's almost like the SF is for the sci-fi part of the show. Or you can email us. You can email us at blastersandbladespodcast at gmail.com. Send the hate mail to Nick Garber at blastersandblades.com or Saskia. Plus, like it. Um, you can join us on our Facebook right, group. Facebook, email, so it's okay. yeah, Facebook.com backslash Blasters and Blades Podcast. Or you can support the show on Anchor FM with the listener support option uh, for a monthly contribution or a one-time thing at the buymeacoffee.com backslash author J.R. Hanley. Be sure to put in the comment section that it's for the podcast. And I promise we will keep our co-hosts duly intoxicated. They will drink until their liver surrenders and I will steer the boat. Never quit. Never surrender. Thank you to everybody that has bought us a coffee and and thrown a little coin at their Witcher. You know, we really appreciate the support and hopefully you're enjoying the content. And at the helm of, you know, with JR, hopefully uh, they'll keep us drunkards in line and we can make more premium content for you. We're we're almost paid off the editing software we had to buy. So that's a start. 
And I didn't have to work the corner, which thank you. <laughs> All right, Doc, bring us home. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for spending your precious time with us. For the uh, not corner working, finally showing up, J Nick Garber. Yeah. And the I don't want to say Nick, and I understand why, but it's Nick. The overworked J.R. Hanley. I'm Seska. This was the Blasters and Blaze podcast. We'll be back next week indulging our love of nerd culture, book, picking on J.R., then making him herd the cats. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yes, please join us. We have a lot of fun. And, um, and, of course, we love everything that goes boom. Boom! <laughs>